Share to the Plot Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined by Wesley Wildman and Cedra Sarton. Feels so good we're to say that. We're back together yeah, again. We're all back together we've again. We've had some visitors, <laughs> which we're always proud of. Uh-huh. You know, we've had uh, Chris Chris Woodward, Chris uh, Woodward. who's a regular, mm-hmm. Hannah Harrison, mm-hmm. and then last week we had our friend Mason Beasler, yeah. and that was his first time to yeah. come record with us. So. Right, right. It was yeah. very well, but we are glad to have you back with us, Wesley. Hey, yeah. I'm glad to be back. You know, uh, when I was... Growing up, you know, when you were with your grandparents or your parents, you know, you, when you're talking or you're doing something, you need to be looking at them in the eye, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to pay attention and be respectful. And all the way up into now in 2020, I can be on my phone while y'all are talking and it's the right thing to do because I'm looking at show notes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Notes. So That's if you're watching the video. So I'm not on, being rude. Right. Yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can go to engagemagazine.net mm-hmm. so you can find all different ways. You can click radio if you want to listen to us like that and there are different ways to listen to us we are on google Podcasts, mm-hmm. apple Podcasts, and spotify but you can also watch us on youtube and if you see wesley looking down at his phone yes it, he's not <laughs> just playing on his phone right, he's not usually game. at that moment he's either looking up scriptures or right. he's looking at his show notes yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> which is which is great absolutely yes, we appreciate that <laughs> um so today's topic is very is pretty foundational and i'll say it's foundational because it's about what i would call the foundation of society right mm-hmm. so what is that that is the family the family as god has yeah. designed the family to be which is a man and a woman and their children if, if god blesses them with children um and that is, that is the foundation of society and i think it's a very appropriate thing to talk about especially now i mean especially always but especially now i think when our society and kind of all over the world society in general is sort of in an uproar um, with all the uncertainty and the unrest that's been going on the past year, um, it's it's more important ever than uh, it's more important now than ever to have a really firm grasp on what the family is and how it's supposed to work in a way that glorifies God. Something that's been on my heart, and I know Wesley, this has been on your heart. I mean, we're both we're both dads. We both right. have kids. Yeah. And and Cedra, you have you have children in your life. You have a you have yeah. a none of my own, but I have mm-hmm. a nephew and one on the way. Absolutely, um, yeah. that are both you know very important to me. And mm-hmm. I you know I see them, and I know that I'm not the parent there, but I still feel like the huge responsibility right. of yeah. that uh, being being an example to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Um, and reiterating what they should be here yeah. in the house. But I feel that I feel that also like. It, it, this is with any children. Mm-hmm. I mean, even any children. That I know there's been times when I have uh, sat out on recording because we've had a guest in, and I've been in the studio, and Wesley comes in with his little boy Bennett, mm-hmm. who <laughs> sits with me in the studio for a minute, and I just feel like, ooh, they're watching me. Yeah, <laughs> but, better be careful. Yeah. And so <laughs> we uh, actually have mm-hmm. a great article for people uh, who want to check it out. Go to engagemagazine.net. It's called Your Children Are Watching You. It's written by our friend Jordan Shambly. Who's oh, really? Here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You're like, and they're like, I wonder who wrote that. So I approved it. No, yeah. yeah. So that's a good one for you to check out. Yeah. Um, and, and, and these articles, I think... There, there are two articles that we're going to be discussing, today, starting with that one, and then we're going to bring it into another one uh, later on that will have a, a, a bit of a different focus with a lot of the same principles. So what we're talking about right now is 
just that is discipling your children, even if they're not your children specifically, if they're in your lives, if they're in your family, you as a Christian adult have a God-given responsibility to them to help raise them mm-hmm. in in the Word of God and in the character of God. Um, and I, I believe that that is a God-given responsibility. I don't think that there's ever a time where a child is in your life by accident. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't believe that ever happens. I think all of these things are put together by God under His sovereign will for His glory, mm-hmm. and that should weigh heavy on our hearts. Mm-hmm. It really should. Um, and so I was just. Um, at home, you know, I work from home a little bit, and so I'm around my family a lot, and my kids were playing in the living room, and and uh, they had knocked over one of their little toy boxes, you know, it was <laughs> like this basket that we just throw toys in when we don't want to deal with sorting them out and putting them in the appropriate places, we just throw them in the toy box, which is a great system for yeah. us, yeah. <laughs> and um, they had knocked it all over, blocks and little figurines and stuffed animals all over the room, you had to be really careful where you step, because those, yeah. even the big Legos, yep. They hurt. They can hurt. Oh, yeah. They yeah. hurt foot. so bad. Barefoot. You put the full force They'll of your foot uh-uh. down onto it. It'll leave yeah. a mark. And, and, and that, that really, I mean, you have to be careful your attitude at that point, especially around <laughs> the kids, like because they'll be watching your reaction to that. Um, but they had this box flipped over um, so that the bottom was facing up, and they were taking turns jumping off. It was just a little fun game that they had just thought of. And my little three-year-old, I mean, of course, he could just step up there, jump off, no issue. One-year-old, my little one-year-old daughter, was doing exactly the same thing, almost as good as he was. Wow! Yeah. So, and I, I had the the proud father man was like, "Look at, That's look impressive. at how great she is." You know? <laughs> That's um, but it struck me how Andy, my my three-year-old, he he was nowhere near that level at her age. Okay. I'm sure um, and the reason that she is there now is because of him. Mm-hmm. Is because she has an older brother who's at times forcibly <laughs> making her play with him mm-hmm. on the same level that he is. Mm-hmm. And so she has picked up on so many things. She has picked up on words. She's picked up on um, just probably expressions. Expressions. Yeah. She's picked up on attitudes, unfortunately, sure. sometimes. <laughs> all the above. Um, and she, she loves Spider Man now. He loves Spider Man. Like, all these uh, things yeah, are, are, are ha- happening because he's setting an example. And I was just thinking, if she's watching him, mm. how much more are they both watching us? Are they watching their mom and dad? Mm. And in the way that we act towards each other and the way we act towards them mm-hmm. and how we you know, react when we step on Legos and, and things like that. Yeah. And I know, Wesley, you've probably experienced the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, I, I, uh, I have. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially with my oldest son watching me. Mm-hmm. And saying things like, I want to do things like dad's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Or, you know, when are we going to the woods again mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Or, or he would mm-hmm. ask me, am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. So apparently he's seen me do it. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, as my situation is identical to yours in the sense that my youngest daughter, who's two, mm-hmm. is also watching mm-hmm. my my son, four, my four-year-old yeah. son. And she's doing more so what he's doing, and he's doing more so what I'm doing. So it is a, a trickle-down effect, mm-hmm. and you're exactly right. In fact, the other day, uh, Bennett had let out a big sigh, uh, yeah. and it sounded just like me. Yes. I'm talking <laughs> oh, about man. just yes. like me. Oh, man. Um, so, and, and this and this mm. goes both ways. I mean, the only on one hand, they get to experience real life, you know, both the difficulties and the joy that come with it. But the bigger thing that matters is how you respond to the situation. Yeah. 
And so for them to see us respond in, in a manner that honors Christ, that, that, prese- that presents a uh, biblical worldview is huge. And so while uh, there will be challenges in the home and things, does, and things aren't always, um, we know this is mm-hmm. a cliche now, things aren't always perfect, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, uh, we have an opportunity when my wife and I were to get, to get in arguments or disagreements or mm-hmm. if we were to uh, have a situation come in uh, and one, on one of our family members that is, uh, um, you know, difficult, mm-hmm. we have an opportunity or when we're in public and a situation occurs or we're watching TV and something comes up, mm-hmm. all these situations, we have a responsibility to respond in the right way. And when we don't, when we do fail, um, it's mm-hmm. important to quickly uh, recognize that and repent from it because even that in itself yeah. is an expression mm-hmm. of um, re- responding in the right manner or mm-hmm. at least correcting the mistake that's been made. Yeah. And, I, and I noticed that because Bennett, my son, he'll, uh, he'll ask me, He'll say, um, I'm sorry, Can I, I for, will you forgive me now? Mm. I mean, even at four. Yeah. You know, my son's asking for forgiveness and apologizing mm. for things that he does that's wrong. And he's he's seen that in our lives, and he's trying to do the same yeah. in his life. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know that there are times with, with my nephew where there, there are times when you get down with your small children and you try to get them to mimic you. Mm-hmm. And that's that you expect them to eventually start, like when you're trying to get them to call you dada. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm working <laughs> on getting... Jacob to call me CC, mm-hmm. like and he's still everybody's died at this point so it's not I'm not you know but there there are things that I noticed mm-hmm. that even at one he's picking up on mm-hmm. so he's so used to phone calls like I've usually video call so he can see me mm-hmm. if I call my sister and talk to her and he's he he understands when I'm about to hang up mm-hmm. when I start going well I'm gonna let you go mm-hmm. and and stuff he can tell by my voice and what i'm saying mm-hmm. that and he immediately starts going from the other side of the room bye 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 because mm-hmm. he can hear me <laughs> and so that made me think i'm like oh he's watching real close yeah he, he's noticed he's noticed <laughs> a pattern mm-hmm. with me in the way that i tend to behave and talk when i'm about to let you know hang up and and mm-hmm. so he knows that means bye bye mm-hmm. whenever i start to talk like that so i'm like what else in my behavior <laughs> is he seeing? Picking up on, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's so important too, as we've mentioned here, to not wait until they're seven, eight, nine, ten, until mm-hmm. they, until in your mind yeah. you think that they can rationalize a situation mm-hmm. or, or have complete understanding of a particular issue. Don't wait to that point. Because uh, it starts as early as in the womb. Yeah. I mean, we started praying for both of our children in the womb, even before they were born. So you can't ever start praying too early. You can't ever start talking to them too early, start teaching them too early. Now, obviously, your expectations Mm -hmm. of their Mm -hmm. response to what you're teaching them uh, changes throughout the years as they grow, as they mature and grow and and um and grow up but you don't wait until that time becomes because as we've mentioned here before they start seeing and reacting and and behaving in a manner that you present at such an early age so um it's really important these things are really important uh one thing also too i'll add is that um we've talked about you mentioned the word discipleship here that's the biblical Mm -hmm. concept here of discipleship and we'll close when we get to the closing point Mm -hmm. i'll read a passage of scripture that jordan shares in his article your children are watching you go to engagemagazine.net click on uh 
I, I guess they could search for it, but I think going to your go uh, to my author, author yeah, page is probably the best yeah, way to find it. Yeah, you can click authors, yeah. find Jordan. We'll yeah. put the link in and the it, show notes. And it for was this it was well. a recent article, so it should be pretty easy yeah. to find mm-hmm. if you start skimming through our articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll put the link in the article, and he's mentioned the word discipleship, and there's a passage of scripture in Deuteronomy we'll read in a little bit that's important for us. But uh, back to uh, the importance mm-hmm. of raising your children. So taking the time to teach them at an early age is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of our responsibilities, <laughs> I understand that um in this day and age that to have two parents together is a huge success mm-hmm. in and yeah. of itself and so mm-hmm. i don't want to mm-hmm. you know i don't want to act like that like i mean that's a great thing but uh we don't need to we need to be careful even within doing what's right which is you know a biblical marriage one man one woman disciple their children we don't want to um let that be second, third, or even fourth on the list of responsibilities. Because I've seen really good families that have good marriages mm-hmm. that go to church and do, you know, for all intents and purposes, express the right <coughs> method of doing things. However, the dis- teaching of their children and the discipleship of their children is pretty much left up to outside sources, right. education, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, a church uh, and all these things can be good. I mean, Christian education is good. Absolutely, sure. Uh, church is good. Um, you know, uh, entertainment with their friends is good. All mm-hmm. that's good, right? But if, but if the the source of truth and what's right and wrong is should be determined and presented first and foremost from the parents. So don't leave that up for somebody else and be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the Bible commands us train up your child in the way you should go. It's it, that's a command to the parent. It's not mm. a command to the church or to the society in general. Right. I, mean, I know the, the popular idea out there sometimes is it takes a village to raise a kid. Mm. And uh, my mom likes to say, "I've seen the village. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it raised." My kid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I think that that would be a very bad idea. But it, it is a specific command to parents that. If you have a child to the best of your ability, and I understand that there's a lot of maybe single mothers, single fathers sure. out there who can't can't go all the way. Sure, you know they're, they're not they're able limited, to, and that's yeah. what God it's has con- given them to work with. It's a consequence, yeah. but but to obey God as fully as you can, that is your responsibility. Um, and I'm thinking like even in the context of you know you have the mo- the mother, the father present, they love each other, it's a good marriage, and they're they're on a biblical foundation. Um, a lot of times it can be tempting to be like, okay, I've got that covered. My kids are going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just sort of assume, you That's know, you, you assume we're, we're in a Christian environment. My kids are going to be okay. And they will be better off. Certainly. I don't yeah. want to say that That's that's, right. that doesn't count for anything. Yeah. We're on the same page here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, but it is, uh, I mean, you think about this, God has put them in your life for a reason he's also put you in their lives for a reason mm-hmm. it goes both ways so when they're watching you as a husband or a wife they're supposed to be seeing a husband playing out his husband role in the biblical manner mm-hmm. uh, as well as a, a, a father playing out his role as a father in a biblical manner and 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 that goes with the mother as well um and so they should be seeing two christians not only living out the Christian life in its most basic form, you know, reading your Bible, praying and, and going to church and doing all those things, but obeying God, even in the things where you might assume that they're just going to be okay. Right. You know, you want to set forth what is a man look like right. biblically? Sure. What does a woman look like biblically? 
uh, and don't just leave those things up to the society to fill in the blanks. You know, and uh, conversations can be started just from putting yourself and mm-hmm. your children in a Christian environment. And here's an example. So I was driving home the other day, and my son was in the car. We're actually, we're coming home from baseball mm-hmm. practice or coach pitch practice. Yeah, yeah. We were playing a, a, a worship song. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember which one it was, but it mentioned devil. Mm-hmm. And so then my son like interrupted the whole song. Was like, "Dad, what's the devil?" And so we began oh, yeah. to talk about the devil. Wow. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, right there in the car. And mm. so uh, mm. having Christian worship on and music on, wow. he it began a it began like a ten minute conversation on what the devil is, mm. uh, who is Jesus, uh, things like that. Uh, things, uh, a lot of doctrine, a lot of mm. theology, and it was really good conversation. It was really helpful for him, mm. and it was helpful for me. And um, it was, and he's four. Yeah. Um, already asking those types of questions because of the, you know, putting him in a Christian environment. Yeah. So you can't start too early. And just remember, your children are watching you. Mm-hmm. Your children are watching you, and it's important to uh, conduct yourself in a manner that. And like mm-hmm. I said, don't like that. I think the word you used earlier that was really helpful is assume. Mm-hmm. Don't don't mm-hmm. assume anything. Be intentional about it. Ask questions. There's all types of resources out there that for someone who's an introvert, you mm-hmm. get the. You got the Westminster Catechisms. Mm-hmm. You got all types of catechisms that ask questions that lead to an answer mm-hmm. that are very helpful for your children. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you brought up the example of listening to worship music in your car, just driving back from baseball practice, because I'm thinking like all the times, and this this is a personal temptation for me to, to have this mindset is, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm a man. I'm I'm at home. I'm this. This is my time. I'm going to listen to the music I want to listen to. I'm going to you know watch the stuff I want to watch. And you know the kids can play. You know yes. whatever. And just and just and forget that it's my responsibility to make sure the environment that they're in is not only a harmless environment but a good for them environment right. something that's not just okay. It's not going to hurt them, but something. No, this is going to build them up. Yeah. Um, edifying yeah i mean honestly we i should have worship music and, and bible verse music and all these things playing constantly sure. in my house yeah. I, I think my, my son would have a problem with that because he loves to listen to the paw patrol yeah, yeah music that's thing. Funny. anyway but that aside I mean, it, it it is important uh to not just you know to, to be very aware of how your children are, are right. living and you know like what environment are you giving them to live in yeah um and i and i think that this could be an ongoing conversation um, and we'll probably pick up on it uh, in a future episode. There's so much to unpack mm-hmm. when it comes to being a Christian parent mm-hmm. um, that the challenges there are never ending. But I do want to turn a corner here a little bit, if that's okay with sure. you guys. Sure. I want to apply these. Hey, it's principles. your article. Okay. This <laughs> yeah. your article, your program. Sure. Yeah. No, well, then, well, then let's do it. There's um, another article by Jordan Chamberlain. Yeah, th- yeah. I wrote another article. Um, the title is Helping One Another Grow. And it's, it's the same idea. It's the same idea um, that, you know, like, like my, my one-year-old was being taught by my three-year-old how to jump off of a box. Um, and she was doing it very well for her age. And he was not, when he was her age, he wasn't doing exactly the same things. Um, there, there's a principle at work here in the, in the family of God. So in your church, in your local church, where you as an older Christian have an opportunity and I think a responsibility to encourage and bring up younger Christians yeah. in the same and we, way. We don't necessarily mean age-wise. No, absolutely. Age-wise, yeah. we mean mm-hmm. like spiritually younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it could be somebody that's older than you but has not been mm-hmm. walking with Christ as long as you. Right. Um, of course, it, it usually, I mean, sometimes we'll be the other way around. You know, yeah. we'll be age-wise. Yeah. I mean, too, and, but and, and, 
I think if we're all honest, if we've been Christians for any length of time, you know, beyond a year or so, when we encounter someone who has just become a Christian and we're we're happy for them mm-hmm. and, and we're and we're overjoyed that they're they're finally um they're finally uh they have the salvation now. Um, we can hear them talk about theology and stuff, and we can be like that. That those the ideas that they're sharing might not be a- accurate or biblical, not necessarily in a harmful way or anything. But we're just we might sit back and kind of smile a little bit, like I remember when I thought like that, you know, <laughs> and and and, yeah. and and be amused by maybe some ignorance that there is some some lack of maturity. Um, and and I think sometimes, unfortunately, this can go into being kind of smug and mm-hmm. and being like oh well they don't really know anything you know hopefully they'll learn one day or or maybe even getting offended at their lack of knowledge and i think conversely as a young christian watching an older christian we can kind of have the attitude of well i'm going to challenge those ideas i don't <laughs> think you know i think i've got it figured out yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I keep thinking of okay so i've seen a lot of facebook posts mm-hmm. uh where parents will like video their kids doing something that they find incredibly stupid mm-hmm. um one one was videoing their child not knowing their their teenager mm-hmm. not knowing how to pump gas mm-hmm. correctly and like laughing at him and putting putting that out there mm-hmm. and the way i looked at it is, is like well you're showing that you were lacking in your parenting you have not taught yeah. them which people like, everybody you. else a lot of people like was laughing at the teenager i'm mm-hmm. like well whose responsibility mm-hmm. was it to teach them this mm-hmm. it's not information that just flows into their brain all of a sudden i mean that's good they can watch and learn yes but mm-hmm. if you don't if your child doesn't know how to do something like that get out of the car mm-hmm. and show it's, them how to yeah, do instead it instead of humiliating them, them yeah. and so that kind of goes mm-hmm. here like whenever you see a young mm-hmm. a spiritually younger christian or somebody who just has an unbiblical mm-hmm. view maybe they think they have it right mm-hmm. but that you know they don't you <laughs> it's your job to teach them and yeah. give them a scripture based mm-hmm. don't just teach them something that you think if you've got please share yeah. truth apply well, scripture, scripture. It, and, and always say, uh, god is not going to be impressed when you own someone in a facebook debate over theology right yeah. he's not that that doesn't make god sit back and say you know what what a great what christian a great. <laughs> no because all that's doing is puffing you up so don't look at an ignorant at an ignorant younger Christian who's ignorant about something, a point of uh, theology, don't look at them as an opportunity to get one up or right. make yourself feel better about yourself. Right. This is an opportunity for you to, like like Aquila and Priscilla, what they did with Apollos. Apollos mm-hmm. was up there. At, this is the book of the Acts. Apo- Apollos was giving some very passionate preaching mm-hmm. in the middle of the town square or in the synagogue, mm-hmm. and he was inaccurate biblically. He was saying mm-hmm. some things that weren't quite right may have been even a little bit damaging to the mm-hmm. gospel. And they patiently pulled him aside and say, you know what, we are l- older Christians than you. Not Maybe not older in years, but older as in Mature. they've been walking with the Lord yeah. a little bit longer. They took the opportunity to lovingly correct him and say, hey, uh, we want to help you. You're doing a great job. You have a gift. Let's help you with some knowledge here mm-hmm. and bring you up a little bit more. That's our responsibility yep. when, it, um, when we see a younger Christian uh, who's lacking knowledge. And honestly, if we've been around that younger Christian for a while, their ignorance should be rebuked to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, because like you said, it means that we haven't been doing our job. Exactly. Yeah. And um, it's the bottom line is with just a couple other words that we've been throwing around discipleship mm-hmm. and uh, don't assume 
But also another word uh, as we get toward the end here is responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> it's our responsibility as 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 uh, uh, parents, mm-hmm. as uncles, as brothers, as sisters, mm-hmm. as um, mm-hmm. as grandparents. Mm-hmm. It's our responsibility as Christians to be that example. And so we're, today we're specifically talking about your children are mm-hmm. watching you or helping one another grow in, in your faith. Mm-hmm. And those things we need to do is our responsibility. Nobody's going to do it for us. We have to do it for ourselves, and we have to do it for God's glory. And we need to take ownership in that. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the one of the biggest issues mm-hmm. with our generation, and uh, hopefully it'll change for those that are coming behind us. We've got a lot of good qualities, mm-hmm. or some good qualities, depending on who you ask, right? <laughs> but we have good qualities like each generation. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is narcissism mm-hmm. and uh, thinking more of ourselves than yeah. we ought to mm-hmm. and not taking responsibility for our actions. Those are yeah. just two big things that will mm-hmm. really, no matter, and, and, it, and those two things really overshadow any possible good or any, any other redemptive quality if you're always thinking about yourself and not thinking about others and then you don't take responsibility when you do make a mistake those two things are huge and yeah i think i think is uh i just want to challenge those that are listening here to um and we'll do the same thing ourselves just to check yourself make sure you're thinking about others more than you're thinking about yourself mm-hmm. especially in the lives of your children putting your children and your family before yeah. yourself mm-hmm. and also taking responsibility look when you make a mistake on it yeah and that's a good teaching time i do think the the best teacher is a humble teacher mm-hmm. like you were saying it, it, when when your children see you not just being dad or being mom and mm-hmm. telling them you do this or you're grounded um or 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 um you know like this is the best this is, you you do this you you behave this way because i say so right but if they see you humbly saying you know what i struggle too mm-hmm. but this is how we handle it <laughs> yeah and this is how we handle it yeah. and this is why because God is who he says he is. And yep. it's an opportunity mm-hmm. to be like, you're not doing this for me. You're not doing this because I even say so. Although in a certain extent that should be enough. You're doing this because God says so. And here's yeah. who God is. Yeah. And that's it, one way you help them grow. Mm-hmm. And when you see something that's missing, mm-hmm. like teaching wise, take initiative. Yes. Don't don't take it as an opportunity to go, well, look at the, something that kills me. Look at this generation. They don't know how to do this. Right. And that's the reason why I appreciated the uh, Men of Honor program mm-hmm. that yes. you guys oh, did absolutely. this past summer mm-hmm. where you saw something missing. You're not like, look at these little these teenagers and mm-hmm. boys young boys growing up and they don't even know how to do this you're like they don't know how to do this that's a problem let's create a let's create a uh, yeah. program and teach them how mm-hmm. to do it absolutely yeah hey as we close i'll read a passage of mm-hmm. scripture it says and these words which i command you today shall be on your heart you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk with them as you sit in your house as you walk by the way as you lie down and when you rise up mm-hmm. you shall bind them on the signs of your hand and you shall have them on the four, four or your frontlets mm-hmm. between your eyes. That's Deuteronomy chapter six, verses six through nine. Just a strong passage to mm-hmm. the importance of discipling your children. Yeah, and I just want to reiterate that uh, this, as we always do on the show, to continue to share truth and apply scripture. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.